Good evening and welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Chris Saniscovich, who is chairman of the town council for the town of Clinton. Chris, welcome. How are you? Good, Peter. How are you? Good. Good to see you, my friend. It's you been too. a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It has. It's been hibernating. <laughs> um, sure. So, Chris, what's, what's new and what's going on in the town of Clinton? Well, it's been an uh, interesting couple months, so oh, yeah. kind of slowly creeping back to normal. Uh, last Monday, we opened up town hall. Okay. So it had been closed for a while by appointment only, so we were accepting people, but they'd have to call in and make an appointment in order uh, to conduct any town business. So that came out last Monday, and you know that gives people a little sense that things are you know slowly getting back to normal, but it, it's still hard and it's still uh, kind of difficult for for everyone that's uh, you know dealing with this. And we have you know as a town council, you know all of our meetings are Zoom meetings which makes things a little bit even more difficult, um, you know, communication wise, uh, it's just, it's hard. It's, and, you know, but everybody's kind of dealing with the same thing. So we just got to deal with it for now and see what happens and slowly, little by little, we'll get back to normal. Exactly. And last time you and I saw it, were together, yep. we just switched over to the town council form of government mm -hmm. for the town of Clinton. How are things going? Going great. Good. Going good. Yeah. Good. The town manager, I think we're very lucky to have Carl in here, Carl Kilduff. Um, yeah. Obviously, going into the budget season immediately, number one, it uh, was a big benefit to have him on, in, on here because it was something that he dealt with in the past. Um, and then also in light of the recent events of the pandemic and everything else we're dealing with, it's, it's great to have a professional that's involved and that's running the town and dealing with things on a daily basis that, you know, um, kind of relieves uh, the council to kind of normally do things that they're supposed to do. But again, becoming more difficult because we're limited to kind of what we can do. But, um, you know, budget-wise, it was a great season. Um, you know, through the executive orders, it was put kind of put on us that mm -hmm. the council and the municipality, um, we had the authority to set the budget. Um, we decided that that probably we would still do a, a public virtual hearing, which we did. Yep. Um, that worked out really well. We got uh, almost 100 email responses from uh, people in town, and then we had a lot of individuals that were on the call. So it still gave the people in town uh, the ability to speak on behalf of the budget and what they felt you know, the town should do. Um, as a result, at the end of it, uh, we were able to get to a zero uh, budget. Uh, mill rates stayed the same from last year, which was able to give the people a little bit of a relief going into, you know, into this year and into the, some of the issues that we may be seeing for some time. So how, how did the, how's the town of Clinton doing since the pandemic hit and what's, what's been I mean, going on? Yeah, everything's fine. I mean, everything Good. seems to be working fine. It's just different. Right. Um, so we're all doing well. It's just a matter of, you know, we're doing business differently. Uh, you know, there's some things that we, we would want to get done on a council. As far as the town council goes, you know, we're directed to do policies and procedures and, and such. And that's more difficult when we have the Zoom meetings and being able to put together committees that will work on certain things. Uh, you know, when we first started out, we had some policies we, we put into place. There's other things that we want that are on our kind of table to get done. Um, and at this meeting, we have next meeting is on Wednesday. We'll start talking about that stuff again to kind of, you know, start moving things forward so we can make it seem like we're, you know, we're doing something. Because right. a lot of times we go to these meetings and it's just standard stuff that we're dealing with. And we want to make it seem like, you know, we're, we're getting back to normal and we're working on things for the benefit of the town. Exactly, exactly. So. Tell us, a little, last time you and I were together, tell us a little bit about Carl Kilduff. Uh, Carl came to us from, uh, from Darianne. Okay. Prior to uh, him coming to us, he worked for the state of Connecticut mm -hmm. Housing Authority. Um, and he's had you know, uh, a lot of experience oh, yeah. um, as a town manager. So he was a town manager in North Brantford, um, town manager in Darianne. 
um, and then also previous to that he was uh, a town manager down in Pennsylvania. Oh, so wow. he comes here with a great, you know, with a ton of experience, right. which was important to us when we went into you know, finding that individual that was going to be the first town manager for us, we wanted to make sure the individual had the experience, had the background, and, and dealt with things. Um, and, you know, lucky or not lucky, we're, we're, we're glad to have him based upon what we've kind of been facing in the past couple months. Absolutely. Because uh, yeah. he's been a steady hand and a steady voice through all of this for us as a town. Um, and that's important. Absolutely. Now, tell us about the budget process. Obviously, mm -hmm. it's been different this year and years yeah. past. How what happened? Well, the beginning was fine. I mean, the beginning of the process, we went through, we had our meetings, uh, all of our meetings were scheduled. So we did meetings with the department heads. Um, Carl had put forth a budget um, that also had some uh, reductions prior to us getting it. So the process is, is that the town manager uh, meets with all the department heads and they discuss the budget. Okay. So he has a, a bigger impact because obviously the Board of Finance has gone yes. under this form of government. So we right. don't have that. It technically falls to the town council, but you know, essentially we're looking for uh, and accepting, uh, you know, um, comments from the town manager who mm -hmm. can deal with that because his interaction with the department heads know what they're looking for, know what they need, know what they don't need, right. which made it easier for us. So the beginning process was we had meetings with the department heads, so we went through all the normal procedures that a board of finance would, uh, and then obviously the world changed, and then we had to change some of the things around. So that part of it was more difficult because people felt that they weren't going to be able to be heard on our budget. We normally go to referendum. Mm -hmm. um, that was gone you know, via the executive order that the governor set down that the municipalities, the whatever governing body yep. the municipalities had, they would set the budget. So it fell into our laps. Um, but again, I think we, you know, we did a good job at making sure that the public was heard and you know, made them feel like they had a voice in this even though they weren't voting on it. Absolutely, absolutely. And let's talk about what's going on with the Unilever property. Yep, Unilever last month, um, one of the virtual meetings got his approval to uh, start on the apartments oh, nice. over at that property, so he'll be doing that. Uh, the main building of Unilever, he was working on getting some state um, tax credits, uh, historic credits from the state. Sure. That process takes a little bit longer, so some of this stuff on that end um, slowed down a little, but they hasn't, it hasn't stopped. He's still working to do you know, to go forward with that project. He's just looking to get some tax abatements on that. So uh, apartments are a go. Again, the, you know, COVID is kind of slowing things down. Yep. Um, but he's still, you know, in the process of working through it. He will be moving into town. He'll have an office over there. So um, it'll be good. And that's, uh, that's something that's obviously important to our town. Train station next to it obviously yep. is a huge help for that project. Absolutely. That will be done in January of 2021 okay. is the uh, target date. So everything's moving forward on that. And that, you know, that area being fully developed, I think would be great for the town. Now, what exactly are they doing over at the train station? Right now they're redoing, they're doing the walkover. So they're doing um, platforms on each side now. Where in the past we only had one. Yep. Now we have two. Um, we're being told that there's going to be more stops and more frequent stops at that uh, platform. Oh, cool. So it'll be helpful. So the apartments that are going in, you know, people that wanted to maybe, you know, live somewhere else, work in right. New Haven or do something else, it'll obviously be beneficial that, you know, something like that is there as well. I was going to say, are they actually going to have kiosks or have a ticket office to sell tickets like at the train? Yet. No? Okay. No, because that's, um, uh, you can buy the tickets right on the train oh, okay. for that route. So. Right. Yeah, but it's good. It's good that it's in. It's, it looks good. It's going to look really good, and it's going to be, you know, uh, part of an entrance to to the downtown that we have. Exactly. So exactly. It's good. And we're going to also, also got to talk about what's going on up at the Morgan Old Morgan property. That again has its final approval from the town, so we've given it the final blessing. Uh, Greylock Properties has their final approval from the town. Okay. They're waiting on a couple other approvals from the health district and mm -hmm. DOT, which are both in the process. 
Um, obviously, again, COVID delayed some of those things from happening, but yep. they are moving forward. And I know the health district is doing what they can to, to help us, obviously knowing that it's a very big project for our town. Mm -hmm. So they have the final approval and no big secret, uh, big Y is going in. Yeah. The article was in the paper, so that was announced. Um, Long-term lease, so very beneficial, uh, again, to our town. The other pads that are there, there haven't been announcements on what's going in, but um, I know that those are in the process of being uh, leased and being rented, and, and that information will be coming out shortly. I was going to say, so when, when do you think everything's going to be up and running? And um, at the meeting that he got approved, um, you know, there was talk, and this was again pre-COVID, pre yep. uh, that he was hoping for the end of the summer to break ground, which would oh, be to start right. demolishing the building and, right. and going through that path. So we're all hoping it's going to be that, mm -hmm. um, you know, but again, we at least know that there's, it's happening. Exactly. So for the town, it's important because we know what's happening. The approval for the town has been approved. So. Uh, we're in good shape on that as well. Exactly. So really yeah. good things happening. It is. It's going to be a great, great thing happening. Yep. It is. it is. Now let's talk about what's going on at the town beach and yep. the aspect of what's going on yeah. at the beach. And so a lot of the COVID. COVID things that are going on, people, obviously, a lot of things have changed. So there are executive orders that obviously as a town we need to follow. Mm -hmm. So there's things that we really can't do um, that if we're directed to do something via an executive order. Right. So there's been some talk about you know limiting the people that can go to our town beach, um, and you know limiting visitors and residents to residents only. Right. Unfortunately, we can't do that. Um, we can't say that somebody is not allowed to come into our beach. Mm -hmm. So the beach has to stay open to everybody. Unfortunately, some people you know feel uncomfortable with that and. You know, there's not much we can do about it. No. Um, there is a fee that's higher for non-residents than it is for residents. Mm -hmm. um, but again, we can't sit there and say the town beach is closed to anyone but Clinton residents. Right. So it has to be open to everybody and we have to kind of just deal with it. And hopefully everybody understands still what's going on and the social distancing and, and you know, heeding the, the warnings that we've been given by the state health right. district and by, you know, the state itself that, uh, you know, to follow these um, guidelines that they've set forth to hopefully prevent it from spreading. Exactly. And but let's talk about the aspect of the local restaurants during yep. this whole pandemic thing. And thing, mm -hmm. th th things have changed. Things change a lot. <laughs> so, you know, and, and those are the people kind of that you feel bad for. And oh, you, yeah. You know, you want to be able to do all you can as a town for them. Um, you know, a big thank you to our chamber who is doing a great job, Paul Orsini in the chamber. Absolutely. And Clinton that are doing a great, phenomenal job at promoting all the restaurants that have been open. As soon as we went into this COVID yep. uh, pandemic, you know, they were out there at the forefront saying, these are the restaurants that are open for takeout only. You know, so he was a guide, um, you know, for us as a town to put out there so that we can let people know that we're here to support them as well. Right. So, you know, now a little bit different, you know, you have some indoor seating that's available, but again, you know, still not ideal for any for any restaurant right. um, so it's hard and it's you feel bad for them and you want to be able as a town to support anything that you know that they're going to try to do going forward and let them know that we're here to support them um, you know and it's hard and we understand what they're going through right. and as far as what else what else is going on in town that we can educate everybody about yeah I mean most of it is just related to you know what we're going to kind of do getting through uh, the next couple months, you yeah. know, kids will be back to school soon. Yeah. Some of the other great things, obviously, that have gone on in town recently is, you know, you, you want to make sure that they understand that, you know, like the graduation that we had at the Morgan School mm -hmm. it was terrific. I, w I you know, I, I spent some time at, during the day up there at the event. Absolutely. You know, you want to thank the Alumni Association, the PTA, yep. you know, Marianne O'Donnell, who was our superintendent yep. of schools, did an outstanding job putting this together with her administration. Um, the Board of Education, everybody. It was just an outstanding event, and the kids were able to do something you know, 
um, that would kind of put a smile on their face even through all the stuff that we're going through. Absolutely. So a big man. thank you to all them that did all that. Um, it was very important that that uh, that we did it. Absolutely. Um, you know, the other things that you know that you see going on in town, a lot of the people, family, families helping families, the sure. food pantry, all of these people. The, the one thing that you know that that's that I think that good that's come out of this that most people knew, but more people know. Um, so we all knew what a lot of the people in town would do, and you know, in helpful ways for each other. This is completely different. Where people were just, I mean, the amount of emails, the amount of calls. If, if you need any help, let us know. Right. You know, the food pantry, the number of families that they've served it, every week and continue to serve every week is is incredible. Absolutely. Um, and the people that are donating and helping out, and you know, just trying to do anything that we can in town to put a smile on somebody's face. You know, during these times. Uh, people downtown, you know, within the little arts district, you know, giving away bags so kids can, mm -hmm. you know, put pictures together and do art this thing. And Absolutely. All, you know, and it's hard. And, oh, you yeah. know, going into the fall, again, it's, you know, there is an unknown. I mean, again, we're working towards getting the kids back into the classroom. Um, but again, it, it, it is an unknown. We really don't know what's going to happen. So you kind of have to set yourself up to be in a position to change on the fly so that if something does happen, how are we going to combat that uh, to do what we need to do? Exactly. So there's got to be a plan, there's got to be a secondary plan, and in some cases a third plan. Exactly. So, but it's been great. They, I mean, the, the meals that we've been handing out to the kids that, you know, needed yep. meals, unbelievable. Mm -hmm. The amount of effort and energy that, that they put in and they continue to do that is just, it's, it's great to live in a town that you know, you know, in times of need, anybody will help out. Absolutely. And that's what we have. And obviously, with what's going on, I guess the summer meals program is going to yep. be going on for a while. They're going to continue to do it as long as they can. Oh, cool! Because um, it's hard, and we understand. I mean, you know, right. summer school is limited as well, so um, you know, we have a population that needs that. And for us, we need to be there in order to support them. Um, you know, during this time. Right. And now, wh how do what do we think about what school's going to look like in the fall? Or who, <laughs> that's a who knows question. That's a who knows question. <laughs> Luckily, that's a board of education. Yeah, exactly. We don't. We don't. We don't. So, need to. Um, I mean, Carl. You know, obviously, we'll be dealing with Mary Ann um, yep. on that part. The board of education would have a you know very big uh, impact on that as well. But we, you know, but the guidance is there. So the guidance is masks that will be worn. Yeah. You know, so there's some guidance that's put out. Again, we're you know a couple months away from that, so we don't know. So if things start to change in the next couple months, then. It's up to the uh, the districts, local districts, to have a plan in place should things change. Right. So what will they put in place? And um, again, we don't really, I don't have a clue of it. Um, right. You know, that's something that Marianne and her group and the Board of Education would have to sit down and come up with something. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, you know, should this take a turn the wrong way, mm -hmm. you know, exactly what are they going to do? Right. Um, and it's going to be hard. I mean, it's... You know, especially for the teachers, I feel bad for the teachers. You yeah. know, because you know they're going to be the ones dealing with it on a daily basis. Oh, absolutely. And it's hard. You know, regardless of the age of the student, it's going to be hard for them to to maintain and continue on with the mask. You know, yep. thing. That, and it's hard. You know, trying to teach a child. You know, but then you know you got to worry about that. So um, it's going to be different. And um, you know, we're going to have to learn on the go. Absolutely. Now, speaking of different and learning on the go and how things are going to look. Mm -hmm. When you walk into the town hall, mm -hmm. what's it look like? Um, it's going to be different than it was before. So okay. it is open. Yep. So there's the top entrance that would, for anybody that's looking to do business on the top floor. And then you have the lower end, which is the uh, land use office. Downstairs, yeah. Finance department, which nobody really goes to. But so land use, if you need land use, there'll be one door in and out. Okay. Uh, the staircases will be marked off so nobody can walk around the building. So if you have a tax bill, town clerk, um, 
you know, uh, the assessor's office, all those upstairs. If you have business to do with them, yep. come in the front door, but you will not be allowed to walk through the building. So it's going to look a little different on that wow. way. We just want one way in, one way out. Right. But it's just another way that you have to take preventive measures. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's good to have it open. It is. <laughs> it is. You know, having to call in and make an appointment is difficult on everybody. And there was a period of time where, where everybody was away from the from town hall. Um, but, you know, now we're quasi back to normal. Exactly. And speaking of quasi, mm -hmm. I saw something on social media the other day. Mm -hmm. You guys posted a picture of a Dropbox. There was a Dropbox that um, that we put out front to yep. make it easier for people. So for tax bills, if somebody wanted to pay their tax bill, yep. they you know or didn't want to make an appointment to go in to pay the tax bill, mm -hmm. felt uncomfortable going into it. We just put a Dropbox outside, which allowed them to drop off their material materials in there, and uh, and then everything would be fine. And everything check once a day, and then we're good. Just little things that you have to do. Oh, absolutely. People, you know, everybody's different. Absolutely. Um, you know, and you, we just want to make sure that they're comfortable doing what they're doing. Yeah, right. We didn't want to get, then tell everybody you have to go pay online because there is a charge to pay online. There, yeah, the yes, there is. That's it. right. Yeah. So, right. you know, you give them the ability to write a check, dump it in the box without having to enter the building. There you go. And the box is checked. And yeah, and the it's good. Checked on a daily basis and it's all in place. The box is still there? It's still there for now, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where is it? Right in the front uh, front entrance. Okay. Front entrance of the building. Yep. I'm sad. Right at the front door. I'm going to say, I'm yeah. So the, the only, the back entrance of the building is for land use, so people can park in the back and go into the uh, the door in the back of the building yep. in order to get to land use. So it limits the, the, um, the exposure. how much the exposure of somebody having in the building. Absolutely. And I'm sure you're there every day or... No. No? <laughs> no. Um, I mean, occasionally we have meetings with Carl if we have to talk about stuff that's related yep. to the town, but, um, you know, you kind of... Social you know, distance. Social distancing, you have to go through all that stuff still. So talk to Carl on the phone. Yep. I mean, the interaction, you know, it, and it's different. So, I mean, our, our town council, you know, uh, we have seven people. Mm -hmm. As the chair, I'm the one that interacts with Carl mostly. Um, if there's things that the council members want to talk about, want to, you know, discuss, yep. you know, it's easier to have, you know, one you individual do that does that. And it's just easier, right. You know, and, and again, there was some talk about, you know, as a new, with the town manager form of government, there's some people about, you know, why they don't hear from Carl more. Right. But unfortunately, the town manager form of government doesn't really warrant that, you know, him being out in the forefront. Exactly. So the chairman of, of the town council, be it me, be it anybody else, is the ceremonial head of the town. Right. So they would be the one that would be, you know, uh, relaying messages to the public. That would be you. That would be me at this point. <laughs> so uh, Carl is the town manager. You know, they stay apolitical. It's not a political position. Right. And basically, that's how things work. And it's done for a specific reason. And mm -hmm. that's why they enjoy doing that job. Their job is to run the town as technically the CEO of that town, um, but not involved in the public interaction necessarily as it relates to messages that are being delivered. Exactly. Any of the things that I've said or, or put out in the public would always be through a town head. Yep. So I personally, um, I'm not there. I'm not there on an island by myself just making comments <laughs> to the public. If there's things that we need to address within the town, I will go to a department head. Should it you know, be DPW, yep. should it be the police department, whoever that department head would be. Exactly. And then there's also things that me and Carl discussed that if we feel warrants uh, something to be put out in the public, we'll do that as well. Yeah, you'll but again, we'll, we're going to address that, I think, because a lot of people are, you know, maybe, and they're not nervous, but when you go through a pandemic and people say, you know, we hired a town manager and he's the, the leader of the town, you know, generally he's the leader of town hall itself. Right. That's what he does. And I think people, it's a different way of doing business. So I think we just, you know, we're going we're gonna to address that at the meeting on, on this Wednesday as well. So nice. that people understand better how it flows, how it works, and that, you know, what we're doing is just trying to all stay. And again, our charter dictates what we do. I mean, so 
really can't go outside the, the box. We have a town charter and we follow our town right. charter and our jobs and responsibilities are listed within that charter. That's right. And I believe the town charter got updated recently. November of 19. This is what brought the town manager form of government here. That's right. Um, so within that is, it, you know, that basically dictates us. That's our, you know, our go-to uh, document because it gives the job responsibilities and kind of flows through on how everything works within our town government now. And again, a lot of people just, I think, need to get acquainted with that so they understand that what we're doing is what we're supposed to do. Yep. That's it. Exactly. And it's going to be probably be very interesting once you guys go back to go back to meetings and having it'll be different having your meeting yeah. having your meetings and you're open to the public and yep. everybody's going to have to stay six feet away from each other. Yeah. How's that going to look? A lot different. <laughs> well, <laughs> a bigger a bigger building to have a meeting in. <laughs> bigger rooms. Might have to go outside. <laughs> we go to the parking lot of town hall. Yeah, they. So they, yeah. you're going to yeah. be, you know, we'll be at the green room probably, because yep. uh, it's the biggest inside um, venue that we have at town hall. Or, or right. there's other places we can obviously go into the auditorium. Have it at the auditorium. So we could do the auditorium. So yeah. there's other places within the town that we can do it. Um, you know, and it's hard, and it's not just us as a town council. It is every board and commission in town because yep. it's very difficult for them to get any work done a lot of times without meeting. Absolutely. For people that are looking to get permits and people that are looking to do things, it's difficult for them um, because, you know, meetings for them are normally in person showing documentation, mm -hmm. showing maps. Right. You know, um, so it's hard. And, you know, we're trying to get back to that, but we don't want to push anything. Um, you know, there really hasn't been much talk, I guess, you know, my feeling is maybe the end of July we revisit some of this stuff. Right. Um, time just seems to be flying by, but mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of July, maybe we look at it again and say, you know, is, is now the time for us to do it? Um, we certainly could do an in-person meeting and maybe limit the public. But, right. you know, again, I don't want to do that because no. that's who we're there to represent. Exactly. You want them involved. People got um, something. To, you got something to say. Right. And say different, like, you know, planning and zoning, inland wetlands, they come yeah. with maps, they come with you know, oh, yeah. uh, drawings, and, drawings and, and it's hard, you right. know what I mean? It's it kind of, it's not that it stops right. what you're trying to do in town, but it limits what you can do. I was going to say, it's probably difficult to run a virtual meeting when you're trying to get stuff done yes. rather than being sitting around a table right. six feet apart from each other in, per yeah. in person. It's probably, yeah. very hard. it's probably a challenge. No, it's a challenge at best. Yeah. <laughs> so. But again, a lot of the stuff that we were working on as far as our bigger developments within the town, the old Morgan and, and Unilever, right. luckily, knock on wood, these were approved prior to this. Right. So they were able to get through that system and do everything they need to do. Um, so at least there was no delay in getting that done. Right. So for us as a town, that's obviously a big step. One thing we do have to mention, because mm -hmm. we're talking about the town of Clinton and everything, that Valley Shore Community Television also carries. You do carries your meetings. Let's talk about that. Excellent. No, it's great. I think it's important that, you know, the people that can't attend the meetings, um, you know, that, that you're there to help us, uh, you know, show what we're doing. Right. So that people understand what we're doing. People understand the things that are going on. Absolutely. You know, I've been a big proponent of, you know, communication out to the public. That's mm -hmm. what I said from the beginning. It was important for us as a town to make sure that the town knew what we were doing. Mm -hmm. um, because less questions, less, you know, rumors, yep. less oh, you know, yeah. doubt that goes on. And, and you don't want that because no. um, you know you want to stay positive about the things that are happening in town and the more information you can give to people, Absolutely. the better it is for everybody. Absolutely. So that there's no questions um, you know, around that and involved in that. And so that's what we want to do. We want to make sure that we get it out and you're the venue for us to do that. And, and it's great. Um, and we can direct people to that. They're always posted. Um, so it's great. Absolutely. And when, when do we think we're going to go back to a in-person <laughs> 
meeting. We have a meeting Wednesday. Can we do it then? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, no. Again, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, we don't know. When but the time is right. When the time is right, you know, can we say that we'll revisit it, you know, uh, probably at the end of July? I would assume that's when our next target date will be. Right. In line with what the, you know, the executive orders that have come out. Exactly. You know, we're in phase two. They're saying at a minimum three weeks from phase two. Uh, there'll be other things that they work to. Yep. Um, seeing on what's going on in other parts of the country. I don't know, you know, how much that will limit or not limit us. Um, every day there's obviously comments that come out uh, through the governor's office about what they may or may not want to do going forward. Mm -hmm. um, so you just have to kind of stay tuned as far as what that is. You know, exactly. in the meantime, you guys will still be carrying it yep. on a video on a video feed. Yep. And, you know, we'll continue to do what we're doing um, until they tell us <laughs> have at it and go back to normal. Exactly. So we, we hope sooner rather than later. But, exactly. And, and it's hard. And it's hard for everybody because, you know, especially for what we've gone through as mm -hmm. a town. You know, we've changed our form of government, you know, so some of the things that we changed, we started out, you know, with those in-person meetings and then all of a sudden you're done, you stopped, and then it's completely different. Right. Um, you know, so it's hard. Right. And I, I, right before the pandemic happened, yep. I stopped by to meet Carl for the first time. Yep. Very nice. He's a very good guy. He's a very, very, very yep. he was very hospitable, yep. very welcoming to me. Hi, how are you? Yep. And he's very smart. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. you know, and, and, the, and that's the benefit. I mean, you know, we are lucky as a town that we don't understand that we got into this new form of government. We were lucky enough to find somebody that was experienced and, and has dealt with, you know, some of the things that he's dealt with in his, in his previous jobs have been thing, not at this, you know, level. Right. Um, but very big issues that they've had. Um, you know, so for him to be here sitting in that chair at town hall, is, is a huge relief personally to me yes and i think as a town Absolutely. you know because again it, it helps us there's there's somebody here that's going to direct us as a town what to do um and that's you know a huge benefit exactly uh, to the town before i forget if people want more information on the town and what's going on mm -hmm. where should they go we've updated the website um, a lot of people are having questions or concerns about it being okay. user friendly so we've updated that uh, one of the policies so that's uh, the clintonct.org website. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we first did was update a policy that allows uh, any party, political party in town, Green, yep. Republican, Democratic, unaffiliated, uh, to apply and submit an application for a seat that's been vacated wow. or resigned, which yeah. gives the ability for us to replace a seat with any party. So there's a policy in place now that's also listed on the website um, as it relates to that, which allows more people to get involved. Um, I think that was one of the big things for me. I wanted to open it up and make it mm -hmm. very non-political and give everybody the opportunity to sit in a chair. Cool. I've been from the beginning. It doesn't matter what political party you're from at our table. It should be apolitical and we should be representing the citizens that elected us to sit there, not our own party. Exactly. Um, that's been something I've said and I'll continue to say. Um, we have a Facebook page now, Town of Clinton. Okay. And we've been posting a lot of stuff on that. And so, you know, those are the things that, uh, that we're kind of using right now to get out to the public. Um, and it seems to be working. We're getting a lot of people that are that are thankful for, for what we're doing as a council in relaying the messages to the public. Cool. Chris Anaskovich, thanks for coming some thank you. Peter. Thanks for coming down for some time. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks, bud. On behalf of Chris Anaskovich, I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks, good night, and we'll see you next time.